Welcome to Friday Friends, RI Elder Info's weekly look at the organizations and individuals providing resources for Rhode Island seniors, caregivers, and professionals. Morning, everybody. Happy July 1st. It is halfway through 2022. We have made it halfway around the sun and we have a fabulous remainder of 2022 left. But today, July 1st, I did a little research and today is like one of the, th- I think it's the third highest travel day in the United States, second to uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and the days just before or after Christmas. So there is a whole lot of movement going on today. And we have an amazing guest that we're going to talk to about the travel and how to do it safely, because research is saying there's going to be about 48 million people on the move today. Hold on to your hats. So as you know, I am Deb Burton, the executive director of RI Elder Info and creator of rielderinfo.com. And we maintain the most comprehensive resources for seniors, for caregivers, and for the professionals who serve them. And every Friday, I come on and give you Friday Friends, where I interview different organizations and people who are doing some really amazing things that you need to know about out there. But we are a nonprofit. And we could not do what it is that we do for our community, for maintaining the information, for getting the word out to you, if it weren't for the support of our donors, who are absolutely amazing, and our sponsors. So I have to give a big shout out to Oak Street Health, to Aetna. They are a wonderful Medicare provider, uh, insurance provider to United Health. They are also a Medicare insurance provider and they provide comprehensive resources for individuals who are also eligible for Medicaid. And I also have to say thank you to Tamarisk Assisted Living. They are an amazing little assisted living right in Warwick. Susan and Sean will just help you navigate that system of of having your loved one move in. And because you're watching this right now, you see the magic of 321 Media. Ben Barber is behind the scenes and he makes everything just magically appear on the screen and makes this all look good and easy. And you visited rielderinfo.com, I'm sure. If not, as soon as we're done, you will visit rielderinfo.com. That is through the amazing work of England Studio. They are an award-winning web design team that is located here in Rhode Island, but can serve your needs anywhere, literally in the world. They are an amazing group of folks over there. So like I said, we have almost 48 million people hitting the roadways today. So really important that you put on your seatbelt, but I would like to invite up Lorna Oynanen, who is the state coordinator for Rhode Island and Massachusetts of the AARP Driver Safety Program. And Lorna, how bad did I say your last name? I always stumble on it. Actually, it was perfect. Oh, most, good. <laughs> most people do have a hard time with it. So, but you, that was perfect. Actually, awesome. thank you. 
Yes. And also, thank you for the segue, because mm -hmm. what you were talking about, about the driving today, and, and when we teach this class, one of the things we talk about is the safest times of the year to travel. And you're right, holidays, especially the 4th of July and Christmas, Thanksgiving are some of the busiest times that people are traveling, especially driving. So the accidents go way up. Okay. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's true. I've, I have seen, I think four accidents in three days and that's yeah. really unusual. And you know, the other thing I've, I kind of noticed, um, during COVID when everybody was really kind of working from home, um, those folks who were not working from home seem to have this strange thing happen. Um, their right foot got extra heavy and the speeds on the highway have really gone up. And now that people are not working from home anymore, it's a little crazy out there. <laughs> I got to say, it's a little crazy. People are not paying attention. Yeah. It is what you're talking about during COVID. What happened and studies prove this people forgot how to drive because they weren't going out, out as often, you know, and especially older people because they don't drive that much to begin with. So, you know, there, there was a lot more stress involved and there were more accidents for people that did actually get out and do some driving. So you're, you were right about that. It's crazy. And yeah. it, it seems like there's just more incidences in general, not even necessarily on the road, but more incidences of people being cranky, <laughs> like just not, not nice. If you, if you need to merge, yeah, it's, you know, try to get in a NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. It's yeah. true. It's so true. And, and that people being cranky and people being, um, mean on the road, you know, um, we, we teach in the class, the driver safety class that people, if you're driving and you have an aggressive driver being near you, especially on highways, yep. try to get out of their way as soon as you can. And we give really good tips about that. You know, in other words, if you see the car approaching, don't engage in a conversation with them or, or you know, being nasty towards them or, or blowing your horn, try to get away from them as soon as you can and get into a safer lane of traffic is what we tell people. Because if you aggravate them, it's only going to get worse. So that's true. You know, it was interesting. It was a a Saturday morning. I merged onto 295. Uh, 295, the speed limit on 295 is 65. Yep. So I'm merging into traffic, coming up to speed, and all of a sudden, there's a car that passes me on the right-hand side, easily doing 80 or 90 miles an hour, past six cars in front of me. We are in the right-hand lane before he cut people off to go to the left-hand lane. And I was like, it, you startled me to the point that, like, I snapped the wheel a little bit, like, oh, my God, like, I was not expecting fast-moving object on my right. Sure. And I was like... I was thinking some very unkind thoughts towards the person. <laughs> I gotta say. <laughs> but you did get out of his way. I did. Sure. I, yeah. Because yeah, I was like, holy cow, wherever he's going, whatever he's doing, that's he's not being safe. And I don't want that insanity in my life or to run into my life. <laughs> and, and that is true. You don't. You were smart yeah. to do that anyway. Yeah. So what is the AARP driver safety program? Um, 
it's a, it's a program that was started back in 1919 and it got wow. started as a as 55 alive program is what it was called and the reason they named it that was because they at that time 55 was the time when most people that were driving could get into an accident and get hurt because not being as, um, you know, be, they're being more fragile. So today they've raised that to like 80 in your 80s. You, you're probably a very safe driver. And, and to be honest with you, older drivers are safer drivers. But the problem is if they get into an accident, the chances of them surviving are less because they're more fragile. And that and that's the issue there. But anyway, the program was kept was started to keep people uh, um, alive and to keep people more confident on the road so they could stay driving longer and feel confident about what they were doing. And we've actually reached about 18 million drivers throughout the world. Yeah. Since the program started, it's now called AARP driver safety. And by taking the course and that's one of the when we have the course we ask that question why are you here and in rhode island in particular because we are a mandated state which means that if you take a driver safety course and a and AAA has one as well you're eligible for a discount on your automobile insurance provided you've had a safe driving record for two years and 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 you're eligible for that and people will go well what's the what's the benefit what do i get from my insurance company and you have to check with your insurance company because each one is different. Some offer, you know, like maybe a 25% discount and some a little less, some a little more. So we tell people you have to check with your insurance company. But that 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 is one of the reasons people are there. The other reason is to learn what's changed. Because over the years, when you think about it, look at how automobiles have changed, okay? And look at how you know, you change as as we get in, in older. What happens is, you know, your your eyesight might change. I'm wearing glasses now. Okay, I had cataract surgery, things like that. So that happens as you get older, um, and you know, you, you, things like all of that happens. And, and the other thing to think about is when today's sixty year old driver was sixteen, airbags were not a standard feature in the cars, okay? And then when today's 72-year-old driver was 16, the Department of Transportation would not be created for another few years, okay, another year. So that's, we've come a long way since then. If we didn't have the Department of Transportation to help us on the roads and different things, we've come a long way. But when you think about it, we talk about what's changed over the years. That's what the course really targets. Our abilities, because as we get older, you know, we're, we're not as, you know, coordinated as we used to be. We have to start to think differently, you know, and our cognitive abilities might be changing. All of those things can happen as we age, okay? Cars have changed. When did we ever think we were going to have an electric car or a self-driving car? Okay. <laughs> yeah, huh? I mean, those are, we've come so far, you know, and the roads have changed. Every, like now, one of the big issues with, with older drivers is the roundabouts, and the road. Oh, I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Oh, I, I get lost going around in circles. I'm like, uh, when is my turn? And oh, it's just a nightmare for me. Good morning, and, and, Patrick. And it's, you're not alone because you hear in the class, I hear that every, every time from a lot of the uh, participants, you know, and so we, we try to help them with that. And the reason 
they have more roundabouts or rotaries, as we used to call them. In, in some states, they still call them rotaries. But the roundabouts is what we have here in Rhode Island. And the reason they are there is because they're, they claim all the studies they have done that it, it's safer for people and it's less it's less expensive, in other words, to run. The, and that's probably the, the real key one. It, yeah. But probably. Then, yeah. <laughs> but, but the point of it is once you know how to navigate through one of them through a roundabout, it does get safer and it is easier. What I always say is remember to yield. OK, that's the important thing <laughs> to the traffic coming towards you. The other thing that's changed are the state laws. And we know that and they're always changing. And so we discuss all of that in the class and we actually give Rhode Island state specific information so people understand what that is. Say, you you know, if you're not wearing your seatbelt, you know, that's an $85 fine. And the other thing that a lot of people don't realize is it's a, a fine if you're driving without your seatbelt. But if you have passengers in the car and they don't have their seatbelts on, you, you have, you're responsible for paying that their fine as well. So that's oh. another thing to remember, because sometimes people don't like to wear a seatbelt. Yep. But anyway, those are just some of the laws that have, that have been out there. And, and the other thing I want to mention is besides driver safety, AARP has three other programs, which, is also are, which are also very helpful. One being smart tech. And this is available online right now, but it will be coming out in person probably in the fall. Okay. And that one there talks about all the gadgets in your car. If you recently bought a new car and you go to the dealership to pick up your car and they go, okay, th this is what the car does. And they walk you through all the different things on the car. And then you drive away and you go, what did that person just say? <laughs> well, the, the smart tech class actually goes through all of those gadgets and tells you what they mean and how you can use them and how they help you to stay safe on the road. So that's one. The other one is CarFit, which we did. That that class was um, founded by AARP, uh, AAA, and the American Occupational Therapists Association. So the three organizations got together and came up with this program. And that's an in-person in program. And right, it's going to start up again in the fall because we had to cancel it because of COVID. But you can still get that online as well as the Smart Tech program, which I didn't mention. That's available online as well. But the car fit is really talking to make sure you, you are the right fit for the car, how to adjust your, your mirrors, you know, to make sure you can see the cars coming from your left and your right and behind you properly. Your distance between yourself and the steering wheel should be at least... 10 inches and you should be able to see at least three inches above the steering wheel. So it goes through all of that. And so with the car fit event, because, yeah. you know, sometimes as we get older, we get a little shorter. Yeah. Is car, is the car fit event able to kind of take that into account or um, adjust mirrors or extend pedals, things like that. Can they do that kind of thing so that we can still sit properly, even though we physically might be smaller? Yeah. What they can do is they can help you with maybe get a pillow for your car. And that's why the occupational therapists are there. So when we did a car fit event, we had that situation where a person came in and they were not comfortable in their seat and they couldn't see properly over the steering wheel. And um, so we directed them to the occupational therapist. They were there 
at the CarFit event, and they recommended a pillow that you use to help you raise yourself in the car, whether it's sitting on it or your back, either way. And they would tell you the right one to get to help you with that. Um, we, and we do what we do is at the car fit event is they the person drives up and they stop the car and a technician comes over. We have a checklist and we say, are you the only one driving the car? Do you adjust the mirrors? All that stuff. And and they they have they, we show them how to adjust their mirrors. We make sure they they're a proper distance. All of that. We we had a woman one time who came and um, she had her pocketbook between her feet and the gas pedal on the oh, on the Jesus. floor. I know this is you know, and, you, and we say we look at each other and we go, well, did you, do you always keep your purse there? And she said, yeah, I do. And we said it's really not a good idea because if you have to stop fast, you you know. And she said, oh, I never thought of that. But anyway, those are the kind of things you find. Yeah. But again, that's a free event, and we hope to be having those in the fall. And when we when we do, I'll let Deb know, and you can maybe post it so people know. I, I appreciate that. But anyway, it will be advertised, and we're hoping to have them again in person in the fall. But you can do it now online. That's also available online. Okay. And no. the last one, and I, and I know I'm digressing here, but the last one was the we need to talk. And that's about people getting uh, having a loved one or maybe yourself you're not being comfortable behind the wheel anymore and it talks about the things you need to do to think about stopping to drive the conversations and all that kind of stuff and that's available online also and that's free that is one of the most difficult conversations i think because you know if you think about when you're younger you can't wait to get the keys to the car to learn how to drive because that represents freedom and independence and being able to get out of the house and then sometimes as we age having that conversation about not being safe to drive anymore is one of the most difficult conversations because it re represents everything in reverse. It's I true. And it's, and, you know, we don't have a robust transportation system here in Rhode Island that right. can really help people continue to get around to the places that they want to go. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're good for, you know, getting back and forth for non-emergency medical transportation. But if you wanted to go get your hair cut, or visit your friend, mm -hmm. you know, and there's definitely classes out there to, to learn how to do like an Uber or a Lyft. Yeah. Um, but you know, that conversation about when to stop driving is one of those things that it's, it's really difficult. And did you say that that, that class is available online right now or that yes. it, okay. It is. it is available online and it gives you all the tips you need. Like if, if you have a, a loved one that you're noticing it maybe is time for them to give up the keys, it gives you some tips about how you approach the conversation with that person. It also gives you a checklist. So when you sit down with them, you talk about, well, they might say, well, where am I, how am I going to get to get my hair cut? Or, you know, how am I going to get here? And you have to make a list with them of all the places they would go and then try to figure out how they're best going to get there. And what happens sometimes is that person might say, well, you're going to drive me, you know, because, you know, but you you are not always able to, you know. And so we they talk a little bit about, like you said, the Uber and the Lyft. The issue with both of those is you need to use your cell phone 
And sometimes the older person might not be able to do that. But there's also something called go-go grandparent, which which is a got another very good one. And that one there you can just call. And um, and I think Lyft is now doing that too. You can call them. But I mean, but it also talks about the cost to own an automobile mm-hmm. and it gives them a spreadsheet to fill out. And when you think about the cost, it, it can be up to $9,000 a year just to keep the car running. And that money they could use for alternate transportation, like taking a, a Lyft or an Uber or, or something like that, you know. And, and some of the towns, senior centers have buses and shuttles that will they'll pick up people too, which is another nice thing. And I know some of the different towns in Rhode Island offer rides for seniors as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. And some of the, the more rural communities are really working that out yeah. among their own communities. So I know Burrowville, for example, has a transportation uh, van for its residents specifically. I literally just read this morning that Foster is in the process of getting their van for foster residents. So we are developing it, you know, need drives innovation. Yeah. And, and I think that's, you know, really good in a lot of ways to, to really be creative and think outside the box. Yeah. Um, And I think one of the things that we all kind of learned that if, if you're stuck in the house all day, every day, you know, like when everything shut down completely for two weeks, so many people were like, I am losing my mind stuck in the house. Yeah. And it's almost like some of our older adults were kind of like, this is what we are faced with all day, every day. Mm-hmm. This is not different for us. And so when someone has to stop driving, I think it's still important that their friends, their family still come and get them and take them out. You know, it might be faster to do the grocery shopping for someone than with someone. But boy, oh boy, the the act of getting out of the house has its own benefits. Yeah. The four wheel four four walls start closing in on you. Yeah. Um, so it's it's yeah, it's a lot. So when are the classes offered? Are they offered during the day, in the evenings? When, when are the in-person classes offered? The in-person are online. And usually the, you, you take them at your own pace also. They're, they're on there and you can go in and sign up today, for example, when we get off the call. And maybe the, like the like smart, the driver's safety class online, that's four hours. So you can take it for you know 15 minutes if you want and then go back in the next day whenever you're ready. And you, and you can pick it up from there and go on. The car fit and the smart tech, those are an hour class. And I believe you have the same issue. And they're out there. You, when you go online to register, it'll tell you, you know, what time it starts and all that. But again, those are all at your own pace. So, and, and that's a benefit to me, making sure people can go in and because you have to sit for a while. So it might be helpful if you can get up and come back to it. Well. Absolutely. Sometimes yeah. a four-hour block of time in front of the computer is a lot. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I so agree. Patrick had a couple of questions. His first was, what about the drivers who use a phone holder on the windshield above their steering wheel? Is that something that's safe or safer or not good? It's really not good. I mean, you know, we have the hands-free law in the state of um, mm-hmm. Rhode Island and Massachusetts, too. Most states have that now. It can be a distraction, Mm -hmm. Unless, you know, I know sometimes people that um, have 
disabilities and they have trouble driving, they do have something on their steering wheel to help them to to drive. Mm -hmm. That's accepted. But the phone on the steering wheel, I haven't really heard much about that, but I would think that that would be dangerous because mm -hmm. you, it can be a, could be a big distraction. Yep. And that, I, and that makes sense. If you have it, you know, in your windshield, right in your face, yeah, yeah. you're more likely to look at that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of technology in the cars of it, it, this, the car can stop ahead of time. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the car will sense it, but that's not necessarily something that you want to um, just be dependent on. You have right. to be attentive to driving. Even if the car's driving itself, you still want to be attentive. Right. The car is not going to see the deer on the side of the road. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I'll give you an example of that, of being distracted. My husband and I used to go to Florida for three months every year. Okay? Mm -hmm. And since COVID, we've stopped. But we, we would always drive with our dog in the back and whatever. Yeah. And what, what happened, I was, when I had stopped working, I used to work in Boston and drive from Rhode Island. So I used to listen to books on tape a lot. So I said to my husband, oh, we can listen to a book on tape while we're driving. You know, he's driving. And all of a sudden, he missed he missed his exit because he got so involved listening to the book on tape. He wasn't paying attention to the road. And, and, and again, that's a distraction. So what I'm saying is you just have to be really careful. It takes like one second, one minute just to take your eyes off the road and something could happen is really what I'm trying to say about that. But anyway. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And even paying attention, you don't have the ability to predict right. what the person in the car in front of you or next to you is doing because they may be distracted and just kind of drift into your lane and you want to be able to, to react exactly. to that and be safe. Exactly. So the programs that are offered by AARP and mm -hmm. AAA, is there a cost involved? Do you need to be an AARP and AAA member? How does that work? AARP, um, if you are a member of AARP, the, the cost of the course is $20. And if you're not, it's $25. Now, AAA, I think, is if you're a member, I don't think you have to pay. I'm not really sure. They, I saw two different issues, but it used to be that if you were a member, you did not have to pay. And I'm not sure if they charge if you're not a member. Right. But so even if you had to pay 20 or 25 dollars mm -hmm. when you complete the safe driver program i'm assuming you'll get some kind of um certificate yes that you then present to your insurance company so the savings you would get back from your insurance company is probably going to be more than 20 bucks yeah exactly and that's exactly right they they get a certificate at the end of the class and um and one goes to their insurance company one is theirs to keep and then we have one that we send into national aarp for their processing so they know how many people and who came and if they were members all that type of thing that's awesome and millie lukens was able to confirm that the AAA course is free for everyone good okay thank you yeah. because you know 48 million people on the road today. And it's, you know, I, I'm being highly scientific here. <laughs> I noticed just in, in the few minutes that we've been online, the traffic on my street, I live in the country, the traffic on my street has been quite a bit. I've had to hit mute a few times to try to make sure you don't hear the, the vehicles going by. We might usually get one or two cars a day. Wow. So it's like, all right, I'm seeing RVs go. I'm hearing the motorcycles go. Like, 
people are out. And I, part of it could be that, you know, because of COVID, everybody's been cooped up and they're like, nope, I'm out. I, we got to do something. We got to celebrate. And it's a long weekend. Right. But the fourth on Monday. Exactly. And and talking about traffic, I live in Bristol. So uh, when we first moved here, my husband said, we're leaving town because you can't move because it's starting already. You know, the traffic go, if going downtown to Bristol for the parade and they've yeah. got a carnival going and music every night. They got concerts going on. This week has been incredible as far as traffic goes. So I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So the programs are available online at a variety of different times. People register online for the yes. in-person classes. Um, if they don't want to register online for the in-person classes, can they call? Yes, thank you. They can. They um, Typically, right now we have 25 classes scheduled in Rhode Island. Um, and we have a few, we've, we've got about 18 maybe in Massachusetts scheduled as well. And what, what, what they can do is they can contact, when you go online to sign up for a class, you'll ask you, do you want to do in person or do you want to do um, online? And if you say in person and you put your state, you'll come up with a list of all the classes. And on that list will be a phone number for you to call to register. Normally what happens is the host locations that we work with, sometimes it's a senior center, sometimes it's a library, they, they'll um, register the people for us, okay? And so you oh, call nice. that number. So then when we get ready to teach the course as a volunteer, I call that center and say, how many people, so I make sure I have enough books to bring and, and all the right documents that I need to hand out and all of that. And I always bring extra just in case somebody decides to drop in and we don't turn anyone away, obviously. Yeah, that's good. And is there a test involved? So do people take the class and then take a test? Good question. That's uh, that's funny because people always get nervous if you say there's a test. That, that we have quizzes, we call them, but we do them together. And the quizzes are like a recap because there's yep. six chapters that we have. And um, after each chapter we'll do the you will do the quiz and that that's it we do it together and people try to you know do the answers ahead of time and and, and they get really excited when they find out that they passed it all and, and everything but I said but you're not getting a prize I'm sorry no but <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome but do they bring an apple for you for the teacher <laughs> I don't get that either so that's all right but well there we go we need to bring you an apple <laughs> I just I get the uh at the end of the class people they have to give us a review so that's fine but as long as they i want to make sure they walk away with something even if it's just one way to change or to keep themselves safer on the road that road that's my gift okay yeah, so. and it's a it's a gift that is shared with many because the more safer drivers we have out there the safer we will all be exactly yeah exactly yeah lorna i'm so glad you were able to come on today um quick question do you need volunteers at all to help with the programs? I really do, <laughs> especially in Rhode Island. I have, I've gone out of my way to try to get volunteers and not having much luck. So anyone that's interested in becoming a volunteer, whether it's teaching the class or helping with, you know, setting it up and things like that, please contact me because I would really appreciate that. And it's a fun thing to do. I mean, it, and actually it's rewarding as well because you're giving back to the community. Okay. You're keeping people safe Absolutely. and, you know, and you're meeting all kinds of people as well, which is a nice opportunity. So awesome. it, it's worth it. It really, it is. So it's awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad you came on today and hopefully we'll get you some more volunteers and people will sign up for the program because 
we want to be safer. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. Thank yes. you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you. Well, everybody, 48 million people hitting the roads today. And here was a great opportunity for you to take the classes that will make you and the rest of us safer, but also give you a break on your insurance. And you know what? These days with the prices going crazy, any kind of break that saves us money is definitely worth it. So I really encourage you, reach out to Lorna, check out the Safe Driver program, talk to people, learn how to talk to people about when it is time to give up the keys, what are the alternatives? Because I know that's a really hard conversation to have. And here it is, they provide the, the resources to have that conversation. So lots of fun things coming up for the remainder of the year. I encourage you all to watch Friday Friend every Friday at nine o'clock. You gotta hit the like button, the share, the follow, all those fun things. If you can't watch us on social media, you can listen to us on our podcast, uh, on all the usual places where you would find a podcast. And if you like what we're doing, please feel free to hit the donate button because it's people like you who help us do what we do for all of our Rhode Islanders. I look forward to seeing you all next week. I hope that you have a wonderful, happy, safe 4th of July weekend. Don't drink and drive. And in the meantime, be well and be kind. If you like this video, please follow us on social media and subscribe on YouTube. For more information, visit rielderinfo.com or call 401-585-0509. If you have any questions, email deb at rielderinfo.com.